Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We kind of have a workshop in store for us today. (laughs) Um, I really wanted to serve this moment in time. I really wanted to bring something through that brings tools, brings reflective questions, brings ideas that isn't too heady, even though this is a really heady new moon, but it's kind of not. I know it's in Gemini. I know (laughs) that's the head and the mind and the intellect, but we have Mercury retrograde. That's deep diving. We have Mercury trining Pluto. That's the depths of the underworld. So it's like the mind has this capacity to go deeper. And that's what we do in this conversation today, as we go deeper. And uh, I love that we get to dance with the dark goddess. There is this wild alignment that's happening with Mars conjunct Jupiter. You'll hear many astrologers talking about that. But what you won't hear is that there's a T-square with the Mars, Jupiter, and Medusa, And then on the other point, it's Persephone, Lilith, Black Moon, Ceres. That's wild. This is so much dark feminine, so much dark mother, Black Madonna, um, so much of this deeper feminine mysteries, so much of what is yet to be reclaimed in our society around the feminine. To me, when we start talking dark goddess territory, it brings tears and it brings this deep emotion of, um, of there's so much more, there's so much more to the feminine. And, um, we've lived in a world for so long that has made it normal to oppress, suppress, deny the wilder aspects of the feminine, the more powerful aspects of the feminine, the more magical, mystical, aspects of the feminine we have really 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 pushed her underground the hecate gifts right those witch gifts those feminine esoteric gifts of medicine woman singer of souls right whether that be coming into the world or out of the world right death doulas birth doulas the oracle capacity the feminine intuition the deepening into the interconnectedness. We talk about Sophia today, the Sophia wisdom. That's a beautiful aspect that's being opened up by Parvati conjunct this new moon. So there's a real mystical. Parvati is a very mystical, high-level feminine archetype that brings many different gifts um, to things. She might be harder to feel simply because of that T-square, simply because of this Jupiter, Mars, and Aries. That's huge. That's huge. But if we shift the radio dial and we bring our focus and our awareness over to something that may seem softer, (laughs) not less powerful, but just different in power, we can really open up to some of this um, high-level feminine wisdom. Um, I love bringing extra things into our intros here on the audio. So the tiny little thing that I want to bring in to you here is Mercury being square to Saturn. So I don't talk about this 
Mercury being square to Saturn in the main conversation. But to me, this is giving us an opportunity to feel into our ideas, our inspirations, our thoughts. Probably the best word there of those words that I use is ideas and to feel, is this going to last? Is this idea um, going to make it long term? Is this idea worthwhile? And what is the framework I can create, Saturn, structure I can create to bring this idea into the world? This kind of brings me back to a little bit of that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces that we had where it could be very, very mystical, very, very um, uh, expansive, bringing in new potentials, um, things that we see as possibilities. And now it's this revising it, revisiting it, retrograde words, right? Mercury in retrograde, revising, revisiting it um, to really <clears throat> understand how to make it manifest, how to make it lasting, and how to really solidify it into this world, like anchor it in into this world for the long term. Uh, so that's a tiny little additional aspect to share with you. Also, to just share with you the last retreat here at the Colorado Retreat Center. Um, there's the retreat center's under contract, which means there's an accepted offer for the sale of it. Uh, and so this will be our last in-person retreat here. And it feels so incredibly right that it's the dark goddess, not just for it being here in the mountains of Colorado um, and in this particular space, given all that it's given us over the two years that we've been here, but um, also this moment in time. And you'll hear that in the conversation coming up is this moment in time is such dark goddess territory. We're in a Pluto return. That's the dark God. You know, who's the counterpart to the dark God, the dark feminine, the dark goddess. Um, and yeah, yeah. So I think that's it for our little intro conversation. I just have so much gratitude for you all. Um, I know I talk specifically about inviting things on the YouTube if you're watching this in video format, but for you all on audio format, um, something I'd love to ask if it feels right for you is to leave a review. That really, really helps us on you know, what is our soul mission? And I talk more about that in the video, but really what we feel called to do at this moment in time, what is the thread we can weave? How is it that we can bring, you know, more goodness into this world, more hope, more inspiration, maybe support the transition that's happening, the shift in consciousness that's happening and your reviews and your shares, sharing it with friends. If that feels right, you feel someone could benefit from this. That helps us um, to fulfill what it is that we're we're here to do in a soul in a soul way. Um, so if that feels right, it would be very much appreciated and so incredibly well received. All right. Um, with that, enjoy the episode. I have a feeling that this is going to be a very interesting conversation. Um, my aim in this conversation is to bring you current energetics, 
current feels, ways of working with self. Um, if you're kind of new to rewilding astrology or embodied astrology with me, I really focus on inner world, on different aspects or archetypal energy, which is just what the astrology shows us or points to or gives us doorways into. So if you're like, eh, astrology is not really my thing, that's beautiful and totally fine. This is literally just a way of working in the current moment with different themes in our lives, different aspects within self and giving you tools, ways of taking your life to the next level. This whole thing that we're doing is to <laughs> help us all move to our next greatest life, move into our next greatest expression of self, move into the next level of joy and happiness and fulfillment, um, our next level of soul expression. A lot of what we do too is, um, maybe you wanna call it evolutionary astrology where it's, it's evolving, it's coming closer and closer to true self, closer and closer to true self, realizing more and more and more and more and more of our potentials. So that's what we're doing today. <laughs> I invite you to keep that in mind as we dive into some of these challenging aspects. This is a challenging fucking time right now. And... <laughs> I don't know that there are many of us on the planet that would say this is not either in our own personal lives, um, our own emotional world, or just looking at the world around us or both <laughs> to be challenging, um, confronting, transformative. And we might not even be seeing the transformation. We might just be seeing more of the murky murk and shadowy aspects of not only ourselves, but of humanity, shadowy aspects of culture, shadowy aspects of the collective consciousness. Um, this is a time of deep, deep, deep shadow work. Um, I'd like to take a pause really quick and give you maybe a little bit of an overview of what we're going to go into today. Oh, before I do that, I have to, I keep forgetting to say this on all of our videos. <laughs> we have some imitators. I, I know that this is not new news. Um, I think anyone who has a large following on Instagram or Facebook or some of the other platforms, there are um, fake accounts that come in and they try to direct message people. They completely imitate our account. And so just be aware that there are a few accounts that are going under the name of rewilding for women. It's spelled funky, like there'll be two eyes or there's a dash at the end. That's not us. Um, we have 196,000 followers on Instagram or 195,000. So if you see an account that has like 2,000 followers or 10,000 or 20,000, that's not us. Um, that's, not, that's not us. And if someone ever direct messages you as Sabrina Lynn or as Rewilding for Women or Sabrina Lynn Rewilding, that's not us. So the only time we will direct message you is to respond to a message you sent us. That's it. We will never reach out to anyone and try to sell you something. That's how these fake accounts are trying to make money. So just know that. Be aware. If you see them, please report them. Um, that would really help us a ton. Okay. 
enough of the little weird admin stuff that completely breaks up the flow, I feel like. Um, so I was going to give us an overview. Um, an overview. <laughs> I want to talk North Node, um, this sole purpose destiny, your destiny, humanity's destiny, how we're being really called <laughs> to uh, step up to, I want to say, put on our big girl pants. I know not all of us identify as women um, here listening or in the community, and that's fucking beautiful. Thank goodness we're getting this massive diversity that's happening in our community. But um, there was just this kind of funny moment yesterday on a team meeting, uh, or the rewilding team meeting, and it was <laughs> we went into meditation together, and it was really this... Um, just putting on your big girl pants, your big boy pants, your big person pants, right? It's this asking to um, mature. Uh, and so just feeling into that for a minute, um, this maturing into your next level of self, um, stepping into, um, stepping more into alignment with soul truth, with soul truth, soul purpose. That's when I say um, like North Node, that's kind of the territory I'm talking about. So I want to talk about that and how we can work with that. I want to give you a ton of tools, a ton of tools and a ton of practices and a ton of ways to work in this energy. It is such a window. I know I've been saying this throughout eclipse season and the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. We've been in some really potent and powerful energy for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And, weeks. and if we can give it some space and we can um, give our psyche some tools and our, our it's, it's like doing some soul work right now, doing some deep inner questing, inner journeying, um, work inward, shadow work, um, shamanic journeys, anything that brings us into our inner world, anything that helps us release toxins, impurities, old energy that doesn't support us moving into the new, us moving into the new. Um, very powerful right now. So I want to just, I have this, this like feeling and I'll, I'll talk about this as an aspect. I feel like this is an aspect that's in the astrology, but it's also just being fired up in all of us is, um, this real, uh, call to, uh, to action, call to serve. That might not be your word, but call to like, what the fuck can I do in this world to help? What can I do? And some of us aren't in the space necessarily of, of feeling solid enough in ourselves to support what's happening in the world, to um, really get clear about how can I best help? How can I best let love flow through me to help this world, help humanity. It's helping humanity go to this next place, this next place of consciousness, this next place of awakeness, this next place of love. Um, how can I, how, what is my role? What is my role? And that's something to sit with. That's just another kind of reflective question to sit with during this time. Mercury's retrograde. We get so many insights right now. There are so many insights coming through right now. I can't even tell you how important it is to find quiet time, 
find the activities, find the meditations, the spaces that support you in fucking slowing down for a second. It's interesting because there's this energy that's wanting to do, 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 take action, 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 action. And that's totally true. That's totally true. But there's also, so it's a both and, it's not one or the other, it's both and, and it's us finding our own, you know, balance with that, our own, you know, dance with both of them. So it's this do, 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 take action. Fuck yeah. Do go, do it. But also make sure you're creating space to go deep, to retrograde things, reflect, review, revise. Pluto is retrograde. Mercury is retrograde. Shadow mind. Pluto shadow, deep, unconscious, hidden shit. Your old patterns that have blocked you from stepping into the next thing that you want to step into, right? All the things that keep you small, all the, 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 the family patternings, ancestral patternings, past life patternings, unconscious shit, right? That's Pluto. Mercury, mind, retrograde, going inward, right? He's, he's literally excavating the depths of your being. He's going into like first, second, third chakra, where we hold power, where we hold sexuality, where we hold creativity, where we hold safety, security, survival patterns. If you've got defense mechanisms, survival patterns kicking up, inner child tantrums kicking up, this is so normal right now. I wanna just, I wanna normalize some of this stuff. If you're feeling like, wow, I thought I worked through that. <laughs> Leave a note if you can relate to that. Like, I would love for us to just, if, if you're in, on YouTube, leave a note, a comment in the comments below. Jump in our Facebook group. We'll put a link here and here and write something, share something, right? I want us to know that this is so very much what this time is about. Healing is a spiral. It's, it's very rarely one and done. The deep karmic wounds the deep karmic patterns, the deep ancestral goo and gunk and conditioning and all of that stuff, it's, it's rarely, okay, I'm gonna go to a workshop on healing the mother wound and boom, suddenly, ah, never comes up again. Come on. <laughs> if that's happening for you, Hell yeah, I don't know what sort of place you've evolved to within your own psyche and within your own humanity, but fuck yeah, go for it. But make sure you're not bypassing. Make sure you're not bullshitting yourself. This is a time when we, <laughs> I'm usually always saying radical honesty, radical honesty. And I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, pushing that a lot or inviting that a lot or reminding us of that a lot. But right now, we kind of don't even have a choice about being radically honest, right? It's so in our faces, it's so loud. I mean, if we're still lying to ourselves, man, I don't know what sort of numbing out tactics you've got or what sort of escapism tactics you got, but they're pretty damn good. They are really good. And if they are, that's a place to start to look at. Like, whoa, I've been watching Netflix for three weeks. Whoa, I've been drinking for three weeks. Oh, I've been eating sugar and feeling like shit for three weeks, right? This is just something to look at. Are we, uh, are we getting the most out of this moment? 
Are we getting the most out of this moment? This brings me to another little tip, tool, trick, technique, of this moment in time and all moments in time, but um, <laughs> can we step into a place where we are not judging when we're triggered? Let me say that again. We are not judging when we get triggered. We are not saying anything along the lines of, I should be past this. I shouldn't have mother stuff coming up. I shouldn't have to be working with my inner child still. I shouldn't have to be dealing with this same old wound again. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I should. I wanna vomit. I wanna vomit over those words. When we can go, it is so fucking perfect. Then we get to find the jewel in the situation. We get to find like the golden gem of the triggered moment, of the shadowy thing that's arising, of the old pattern that's repeating itself versus, oh, this shouldn't be happening. I've worked on this already. I like, I've, I thought I had my shit together. I have done so much work on myself. Yada, that's all ego. Doesn't that suck to hear? <laughs> that's all ego. That's all ego. And it's all like a form of spiritual bypassing. It's all a form of denying our own humanity instead of divinizing it, instead of loving it, honoring it, accepting it for what it is. And the moment we stop um, saying, I should be past this. I shouldn't be in shadow territory. I shouldn't, I should be, I should have it all together. Yada, 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 yada. We stop pushing, <laughs> pushing it away. Cause there's a golden gem in there. There's a, in all shadow stuff in all hidden territory, right? Pluto, we're talking this retrograde thing and there's so much more of the unconscious going on. There are dark goddesses dancing around. Like this is a, a, fucking gala like this is a fucking party they are just having a heyday dark goddesses we've got lilith we've got kali we've got persephone we've got medusa right like they are squaring like there is this t-square of mars conjunct jupiter that's crazy pants in aries that's more crazy pants crazy fire god of war that's, that's Mars, God of War, conjunct Jupiter, expansion in the sign of Aries. That's Mars's home sign. That's Mars's home sign, conjunct Jupiter, the thing that expands everything, making it more war, more God of war, more push forward, more take action, more fire, more, more war for what we want. And typically Mars is ego Tip, until we've done our work, right? Until we've done enough soul work, we've done enough work. Like it's rare in a human being, I shouldn't say rare, um, that their warrior aspect is aligned with the divine in them. Even we can just look around the world outside of us. If we're, if we're heart warriors, soul warriors, fuck yeah, that's who I want running the country. That's who I want deciding when we go to war, when we don't go to war. That's who I want defending things. That's who I want making good decisions, right? Not, not coming from a non-soul aligned place or a non-heart aligned place. I want someone who is so fucking conscious, so fucking soul aligned, 
making good warrior decisions, making good decisions on action. And it's always for the greatest good of the all of everything, right? It's not for my own personal gains, my own personal gains. That's where we have to be very careful with Mars energy. It's often my own personal gains. So now here's the wild part, right? Here's the wild part. Mars, right? My own personal, I'm going to war for, for my own personal gains, my own wants, my own desires. Here's the deal. There are, let me just get this right. Um, Medusa, this is the T-square. There's Medusa over here, squ squaring, squaring. So Medusa, right? Dark goddess, right? She, she's the dark goddess who turned anyone that looked at her into stone right? Turn the greatest warriors of all time into stone. No, I will fucking freeze you. I will fucking freeze you. You ego maniac. I will freeze you. I will put you on hold. Frozen, right? That's Medusa. That's Medusa. Medusa. When we've worked with Medusa, she takes off the masks. She helps us to take off the false masks. You come into deep love. She's a doorway into primordial feminine ancient primordial feminine wisdom. A feminine wisdom few have ever fucking touched in their lives. Very few, very, very few. Women touch it um, while giving birth. While giving birth, there's a lot of, you know, like revelation that happens. There's a lot, when we're not drugged up and numbed out from it, right? And so, so, so in, but, but even if we are, there's still these glimmers or these glimpses. And, but rarely, rarely do people have this deep connection to ancient primordial feminine wisdom. Ancient primordial feminine wisdom. You can feel it in Clarissa Pinkola Estes' work. You can, you can feel it. You can feel it. You can hear it. You can sense it, right? You can feel it, hear it, sense it. It's deep intuition. It's, it's beyond the mind. It's way beyond the mind. Way beyond the mind. Um, so that's Medusa, right? You've got this, this pouring. This, 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 all of this aimed at this Mars conjunct Jupiter in Aries. Kind of also the last point of the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that happened in Pisces. That big magical expansion point. It's, it's, there's a link between that happening and now, now the Mars coming over, taking action. But these dark goddesses are going to keep them in line. They're going to keep, they're also, they don't care how much shit they have to reveal. They don't care how they show you your egoical desires as warrior. They don't care. They don't, they, they, they don't, they're doing it from a love of soul, from a love of humanity evolving and becoming more conscious. And so they will create the tsunami. They will create the crazy fucking events. This is why the dark goddess gets such a bad name is because she, she, she literally will say, I will do anything it takes to wake you up. Feel this. I will do anything that it takes to save this planet to save this, to save the children of this planet. I will do whatever it takes. That's her. And she's doing it from a place of love, not little egoical love, which is why it can be so seemingly destructive 
when the dark goddess turns up, right? It's because it's a soul love. It's her saying, I know there's more to you. I know you're greater. I know you have greater potential. I know you are more loving. You are acting right now from an immature, wounded, little, fearful, child, egoical place. And I'm going to show you it. I am going to mess up your life so that you can see it, right? That's her greatest, greatest awakener, greatest ego slayer. That's the dark goddess. That's the, we don't walk into the dark goddess gently. Um, there's this saying, what was it? Don't go into the dark night gently or something like that. I, I can't remember what it was, but anyways, it makes me think of that. Um, okay. Let me talk about this other aspect of this T-square. So we're still on this Mars, Jupiter warrior. And let me pause, feel into your own um, warrior. Feel into your own warrior. How clean is your warrior energy, right? When, when I feel into sacred warrior, Shaolin warrior, warrior for love, warrior for peace, Warrior for the greatest good of the infinite all of everything, right? That's what I want to fucking fight for. That's why I turn up here. That's why I show up in the world. Because to me, this is the greatest thing that I can be doing in the world right now. It's the greatest thing that I can be doing in the world right now, right? Is, is showing up in this way with the wiring and the skills and the gifts and the whatever it is that I have. And how is it that love wants to flow through me into this world? Ask yourself that question. And then can I let love flow through me without my little egoical agendas? Without, oh, I want to make money. So I'm going to post a lot on social media and I'm going to um, do YouTube videos so I can make money. Right? Fuck yeah. Money is great. Money is great. But how clean is our relationship to that energy? It's this like sexuality, sexual energy is fucking great. It is great. It is love. Money is love. All of these things that are seemingly bad. It's not that they are bad. It's that our relationship to them is distorted. It's not clean. Can I let love flow through the money line? Can I let love flow through the sex line? Can I let love flow through the mother line? Can I let love flow through whatever it is that we're finding? The relationship line, the work line, the creative line, the all of those things. Can I... Can I be a sacred warrior in my life, in all of these areas where this is the dark goddess just challenging us? Where are you not being true? Where are you coming from a place of fear, graspiness, clinginess, neediness, immaturity? Um, where are you coming from a place of, uh, there's another word, survival. Safety, security, survival. Safety, security, survival. Safety, security, survival. We will do crazy shit when we feel like our safety and our survival is threatened. Now, here's the wild deal. We feel like our safety, our security is threatened even when it's not. 
this is very subjective, right? I watched, so I'm selling the Rewilding Retreat Center. I've been talking about this a little bit here in Colorado. Um, and I watched, right? That's home. This is, this is also home for me. It's also temple space. This is sacred space, right? This is where all this gets created. It's where um, the upcoming Dark Goddess Retreat will be. It's where <clears throat> priestess training happens. It's where all of these things take place. And I got to watch that in this, which is extremely true for me, right? Again, all these decisions that we're making right now, it's like, take it to the inner fire of truth, take it to the inner fire of truth. And then <laughs> stay with soul, stay with deep intuition, stay with wise self, right? That's a practice to help us be discerning around what is the highest decision here in whatever aspect. And so um, this little example I'm giving you of me making this decision, it was having to take it to this inner fire of truth again and again and again and again and again and again. Is this true? Yes. Is this true? Yes. Is this true? My little, you know, my little inner child was like, no, it's definitely not true. And then to go, Okay, that's not my wise self. I don't want my fucking five-year-old running the show. My five-year-old does not get to decide my, sorry, my five-year-old inner self, in case you're like, wait, Sabrina, do you have a five-year-old? <laughs> no, my five-year-old inner self does not get to decide if we're selling a retreat center, if we're moving. It doesn't get to decide that. Um, so just this feeling into <clears throat> decisions that you're making at this moment, or they might just be like little intuitive hits or a little breadcrumb on the breadcrumb trail. Like follow this, follow this, follow this, and be discerning. Be very discerning, very discerning. Am I making this decision from little self that wants to stay safe? Little self that wants to stay safe and comfortable in same, same, safe and comfortable. And this is good enough. This is a very important aspect to feel into during this moment in time. So let me repeat this. And you can come back and you can replay this part and you can put like all the different decisions you're making or all the different life changes that you're being called to run it through the fire, that inner fire of truth, run it through that sacred flame within, run it through your soul self, run it through your wisdom self, right? Run it through that. There will be safety security patterns kicking up. There will be inner child within throwing tantrums. There will be shadow stuff coming up. You're not good enough. You haven't earned that. You're not deserving of a new life or of a new relationship or of a new blah, 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 whatever it is that you're being called to. All of the voices are coming up, the old patterns, the family patterns, the weird belief systems. This is that Pluto retrograde, Mercury retrograde, dark goddess territory. They are dancing loudly, all in an effort to help you, to help you make the leap, to help you move into the new, whatever that is for you, to help you become your next greatest self, living your next greatest life, your next most loving, joyful, fulfilled expression of you. But there's this, <laughs> I talked about this in the last video. If you haven't seen the last video, it's very helpful to this video. It was the eclipse video. It was the full moon video 
from two weeks ago and we talked about in order to move through the stratosphere, like let's say you're a rocket ship, right? You're a spaceship. And if you think about spaceships, right? There's the spaceship and then there's the two rocket boosters on the side. Lots of spaceships are designed that way. I don't know, there's probably a billion other designs. I don't know, but that's the one that's in my head. And so you take your rocket ship and you get to the stratosphere. The boosters got you to the stratosphere. We're at the stratosphere. What are the boosters that you need to let go of in order to make it through the stratosphere? And there are more. We are now able to see more than we saw two weeks ago when I was talking about this. We are now able to see more, more are being revealed. More are being revealed. Um, <laughs> and it takes courage. It's going to take courage. If your courage isn't being challenged, you're not going deep enough. If you're not freaking out a little bit about what's possible, you're not going deep enough. You're not going deep enough. I'm telling you, what is on offer right now is so huge. The leaps that you can make, the transformations in your life that you can make, the awakenings that can happen are so huge. Brief pause. Find what supports you right now. Find what supports you, what groups, what people, what programs, what workshops, what online retreats, what communities, what podcasts, what books support you. And do them. Do them. I am telling you this is a monumental time where the things you thought could never change in your life have the possibility of changing like that. The things you thought you could never step into, it's right there. Whether that be the relationship of your dreams, having a child maybe, um, birthing a new business, uh, stepping into some new creative aspect of life, uh, next level of health, healing some sort of physical something, healing some sort of emotional something, some sort of family pattern, whatever that is, it's, it's, it's here. It's here. <sighs> but there should be a sense of in any kind of expansion, right? We're expanding into something new. We're expanding beyond our previous comfort zone. If you're not feeling uncomfortable, you're not going big enough and you're not going deep enough to excavate and drop off the boosters. Excavate what's holding you back and drop off the boosters um, that got you to where you need to get to. And then you need to drop the boosters or you won't make it through the stratosphere. There's too much weight. There's too much weight. What is the weight that I'm carrying around? And it takes courage. It's going to take courage and it might be painful. It might be sad. There might be loss. There might be letting go. We all think about, we all talk about letting go and releasing. And we're like, oh, let's release. Yay, let's release. Ah. And we, 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 somehow we've like glorified releasing. Releasing is death. We're not that great with death. Like last time I looked, societally, we're not that great with death. We're not that great with letting go. Like we kind of suck at it. We, we, we kind of, just as humans, we kind of like to cling on. We kind of like to hold on. We kind of like to feel comfortable. We kind of like to feel safe and secure and the current or the past or the whatever kind of makes us feel safe and secure. We are walking into unknown, uncharted territory. Unknown, uncharted territory. Feel that and get comfortable with it. It's like, just feel like step into it. Use your body. Get your body involved in this. This is such a good time. We have North Node and Taurus, right? This is body-based. If you're not doing embodiment practices, I strongly recommend working in embodiment practices. We have tons of them, 
right? All of our programs are body, are embodiment practices, right? It's, it's embodying it. It's gnosis, right? But Taurus, North Node in Taurus, it's embodiment. You are embodying your soul. It is soul embodiment. It's truth embodiment. It's using the, the wisdom of the body, opening to the wisdom of the body, not just trying to keep it to like upper wisdom center, right? And so use your body and just like imagine, go into your space and imagine like I'm standing in the current. I'm standing in the current. Behind me is the past, the past energy. I'm standing in the current and imagine like, okay, where's the greatest potential in this room? Literally play with this. I know I sound crazy, but this is powerful as shit right? When you make this a ritual, ritualize it. Don't go into it like, ah, Sabrina's a quack job. Yeah, it might be, but who gives a shit? If it works, it works, right? Ritualize it. You can sanctify anything. Anything can be a sacred practice. Anything can be a deep, powerful, profound practice. Anything. Do whatever you need to do to make it that. If you need to light a candle, do it. If you need to be in a circle of people, do it. If you need to come on the dark goddess retreat with me in three weeks, do it. What do you need to do to make it sacred? That's when the juice comes. That's when the grace fucking comes. If you walk into any practice or anything that I'm talking about with a skeptical or with a, this sounds really fucking stupid. You will sabotage the shit out of yourself every time. The grace doesn't come. The grace comes when we have a devotion. Right? When we have a belief, faith, that's, that's why this, this word faith is so huge. When we have just an openness, a curiosity, we have a faith, right? And then literally the grace rises up from the fucking ground, grabs us by the scruff of the neck and goes this, and you are blown away and miracles happen. They're not even miracles. It's just that we're not trained to be open to miracles. So we think that they're miracles. We think, oh my God, that's the craziest thing. I can't believe, I can't believe people can heal like that. I can't believe things like that can happen. No, it's, it's common. This is common. This is like an everyday occurrence. When we open to it, when we open to it. And so do whatever you need. This might be new to you. This might be new to you. I know I'm being harsh and I'm like in your face right now, but it's coming from a place of love, right? And this place of there's so much more. Um, and so feel into, this might be new, but feel into what is it that's going to support? I'm going to spend more time with Sabrina. I don't know. She's activating something in me. Something's stirring. Something's like quaking in me. I don't know. I'm getting it. Something's hitting me. I'm going to spend more time with Sabrina. I'm going to go see what workshop she's got, online programs. I'm going to think about coming on the in-person retreat in three weeks, right? I'm going to do this. This book seemed to have helped me over there. I'm going to go do that. This podcast over here, really like that. Going to spend more time there. I've got some soul friends. I'm going to go spend time with them. The woods is really good. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, okay. Um, let me just share this. Um, there's this real taking ownership right now in this maturing. I talked about this maturing process. We're being asked to mature, mature, mature into our, you know, next greatest self in this, there's this real ownership of our path, real ownership of our choices, of our decisions and of our path. And you can feel that that's stepping into your power. That's stepping into your power not power, distorted power, your own inner wellspring of power, your life force power, your love power. It's stepping into that, right? And when I, when I 
owned my choices, right? I, cho I chose to drive home to Wisconsin last week. It was wild, wild what unfolded in Wisconsin, wild. But to stay in my power center and in my truth and excavate the golden nuggets that were coming in left, right, and center, I had to own the fact that I felt truly called to drive across the country to Wisconsin to be with my family for a week, right? That allows me to stay in <laughs> this place where my eyes are open, my mind is open, I'm not questioning if I made the right decision. I burnt that fucking ship. So think about that. How often do we waste time, energy, effort thinking about, oh gosh, I made the wrong turn. Oh, I should have not driven home. This is hell. And then I end up doing the pushing away thing so I never see the golden nuggets. Instead of the everything is perfect, everything is perfect, everything is perfect. What's here? What's here? What's here? Oh my gosh, I get to see something I would have never seen. I get to see an old family pattern that I would have never seen had I not gone on. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I get to love my mom to the next deepest level. Oh my gosh, I get to love through something. I get to keep my heart open in a way that I was never able to before. Oh my gosh, I get to reclaim some of the family gifts that I didn't even know were sitting there. I get to really open to some of the ancestral feminine wisdom that was sitting in my family line that I didn't see before. I had to work through some shadow stuff to really open to it, but whoosh, it comes flooding in and you're just blown away, blown away by the women in my family, blown away by the feminine magic that's sitting in the undercurrents. So if we can really own it, like just take a moment and own your journey. I am here in this life that I have created. I chose to get married to this asshole. I chose to have five children and become a mom. I chose to work at this shitty job that is completely soul sucking. I chose to live in a city that I don't resonate with at all. I chose to do this. I chose, I chose, I chose, I chose, I chose. When we do that without feeling guilty, we did the best we could with what we had at the time. We made the best choice we could with what we had. That's it. No more discussion, no more mental patterns. I made the best choice I could with what I had at the time, with what I was given. At that time, I made the best choice. And now here's what's manifested as a result of it. But I chose it. I chose it. Now, who I am today, what do I choose next? What do I choose next? Can you feel the level of empowerment from that place versus it's all happening to me. Woe is me, this victim shit. I know that atrocities happen. I know that things show up in our lives that we did not choose. I have absolute compassion for that. I absolutely have compassion for that. But don't fool yourself and play victim when, when Playing the victim is actually what is completely disempowering you and keeping you stuck and keeping you stuck. Hmm. All right. I still haven't shared with you those other dark goddesses. By the way, let me take this quick moment to 
invite you, if you're getting something out of this video, can you subscribe to the channel? Can you hit the like button? Can you leave a comment and just say, fucking awesome astrology, Sabrina, or this is probably more of a workshop, like love this, this is fucking great, or um, whatever, anything. Um, it helps us. I'm asking as a favor, right? Um, it helps us. Also, I want to take this quick moment. Sorry, my necklace is funky. Um, oh, it's kind of nice to have just a quick intermission. <laughs> I had a feeling this was going to be a big one today. We haven't even gotten to like all of the aspects. I know that there are many, many, many other astrological aspects. What I try to do is distill it from the heady astrology stuff and give you an experience give you an experience, give you something to work with. If you feel like there's someone you know, a friend, a family member who might benefit from this, can you forward it to them? <laughs> that helps too. It, all, it, it, it really, really, really... Um, let me just be fucking real for a minute. Um, I'm going to be super vulnerable with you for a second. Remember I was talking about the the warrior and can we be clean and can we allow uh can we allow the love to run through the money line and the sex line and can we allow the love to run through everything and there's this funny thing that happens when i ask you all to help us i i there's this funny fucking thing that happens like I'm asking, I'm asking you to help us out. I'm asking you to help us with our mission. I'm asking you to help spread the word. I'm asking you to help spread this video. I'm asking you to help share these practices, share these tools. And then there's this funny thing that happens in me is, um, <laughs> it's almost like I feel the, um, the assumption or the energy of, ah, uh, Here's the part, here's the part where we got all this free stuff and now Sabrina wants something. Fuck yeah, I want something. <laughs> I want to spread good shit. <laughs> I want to fucking spread good shit. Um, but I feel that that projection and I, and I kind of do this squirmy funny thing of like, oh, I shouldn't ask. <laughs> um, oh, now they're going to feel like it's not clean and it's not pure. Oh, I shouldn't talk about the dark goddess retreat. Fuck. <laughs> um, and I'm sharing this as a, like a live example of you get to watch me squirm around and dance around and I can feel the energy shifting when I'm um, giving, 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 which is what I did for the first 40 minutes of our conversation. And then, and then I'm asking, and I'm, it's almost like a receiving and it's like shifting in my own body, shifting to receive. And can I receive just as beautifully as I can give? That's another really great practice. P.S. Parvati is conjunct the sun and the moon during this new moon. Yeah, that's stunning and glorious. Now, why I bring that up right now is because Parvati is a really powerful feminine archetype to work with that brings about, there's two things I feel here. Um, one is Sophia wisdom, Sophia wisdom. So for those of you who've maybe worked with me for a while, you'll know like we've worked with Sophia wisdom. It's literally um, feminine wisdom. It's, it's, it's feminine wisdom. It's this 
I'm just gonna explain it like this in this moment. It's this light, wispy um, knowing. You just, you just know. You just know. It's, it's a, like a light, wispy knowing between me and the tree. A light, wispy knowing between me and the land. A light, wispy knowing between you and my soul and your soul, you and me, right? There's this light, wispy, um, and it's, it's like Sophia knowledge, Sophia gnosis, Sophia energy, Sophia, and it's like, it's like what's carried, it's like the song lines, right? Song lines of the soul, the soul of everything, and it connects everything to everything. And so Parvati brings that about. So if you were to feel into a practice around this, it's literally, I'm, I am interconnected to the all of everything. My life force is the same life force in that tree. My life force is the same life force that's in you. There is this connection between everything. Everything touches everything. Everything influences everything. My thought influences outside of me, right? This conversation here has an influence. Your actions, whether you comment on the video, like the video, subscribe to the video, share it with a friend, that all has a ripple effect, right? Everything connects to everything. Everything connects to everything. That's part of what Parvati opens up. So if you want to feel into a really supportive, it's also a high level maturity and a high level of responsibility. So when we start to really work in Parvati energy and Sophia energy, we really understand that our actions have profound effects. Every action, every thought has a profound effect. Everything, everything affects everything. The butterfly effect, you can Google search that if you want. But Everything, everything affects everything. And we really get to understand the thread that we weave into the divine tapestry of the infinite, all of everything. We are all weaving this thread. We are all weaving our own thread into this beautiful tapestry, into this, you know, our, our community has a tapestry. If you come on the dark goddess retreat, there will be a tapestry of the 20 individuals on that retreat, all weaving our threads together. There's a tapestry there. The world has a tapestry. Each country has a tapestry. Your community, the people you work with, there's a tapestry, right? All of these little different tapestries. And we're weaving our thread into all of them. We're weaving our thread into all of them. And the question to ask ourselves is, how often am I weaving from love? How often am I weaving from the highest, most conscious, most awake, most true place that I can weave from? That's a question to ask ourselves. And that's what this evolution is. That's what becoming more conscious is and where love filled is and waking up more, right? And living from true self more is we live from that place more and more and more and more and more. We can maintain it. We can hold it. We have the stamina to live from that place more and more and more and more, even when projections are coming at us, right? Even when um, we're in, even when we're a light worker walking into dark places, we're able to, you know, the candle lights the dark. We're able to keep the candle lit instead of blow the candle out and fit in with the dark. Okay, cool. Everyone here is um, being a bunch of assholes and they're, <laughs> I'm just going to turn into an asshole. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to hold the light. I'm going to hold the light. I'm going to, I'm going to hold the light. I'm going to hold the light. That's the greatest gift that I can do. That's the greatest gift that I can do is come from my deepest place of love, my deepest place of consciousness, my deepest place of truth, my deepest place of soul, and express that through myself the most that I can um, in all situations. Um, okay, I'm wondering if I finished uh, that conversation. Um, let me just dance around a little bit more. We've, got, we've only got 12 minutes together, so I want to dance around a little bit more and share... Finally, <laughs> the other dark goddesses that are um, squaring this Mars and Jupiter, it's, oh God, 
Oh, I love this lineup. Persephone, Lilith, asteroid Lilith, Black Moon. Some people call it Black Moon Lilith. I consider the Black Moon point in the chart the dark goddess. Like I consider that point conglomeration of all the dark goddesses. And then you can look at Lilith asteroid specifically, Kali asteroid specifically, Persephone asteroid specifically, right? So um, they are all dancing together with Ceres, Demeter, great mother. They're dancing together with great mother. We just put a little video clip out on Instagram, um, the dark mother, the dark mother. To me, this conglomeration, Persephone, Lilith, um, Black Moon and Ceres, this is activating Dark Mother. Dark Mother, feel into Dark Mother. And if you want, go back over to Instagram or TikTok, we're over there too, you'll find links down below. Maybe we'll pop some links up here too, or over here, I don't know what side they go on. Uh, but um, Dark Mother is this aspect of the feminine that loves the unlovable, that brings hope to the hopeless. And I know here in America, we just had a very hopeless situation or a situation that brought about a lot of hopelessness. It also brought a lot about a lot of mother energy. Protect our children. Protect our children. Now, if you move into dark goddess territory and you feel into um, dark mother, it is this aspect of all, all are my children. All are my children. All are my children. I love the seemingly unlovable. I love the seemingly unlovable. There is nowhere that I cannot bring love to. There is no situation. There is no event. There is no thing that I cannot bring love to. Now feel into the enormous amount of healing that's possible here. The enormous amount of healing. Also the enormous amount of transformation that's possible here. But here's the thing. It comes with a lot of roar. It comes with a lot of rage. Comes And rightfully so, that's also the dark goddess. Rage. Rage. Enough! Enough! Walking into schools and shooting children. Enough! Enough! Right? It also comes with that. That's also dark goddess territory. That is also dark goddess territory. Um, and so this is really up at the moment, really up and just feeling into your own life. Uh, let me feel how I can open this door for us. Um, hmm. um, what are you fiery about? What are you feisty about? What are you angry about, right? There is this, it, within the dark goddess, there is this, um, uh, this, how do I want to say it's, it's just this. And right now, just with where this conglomeration is at, like how this is lined up with the Mars and the Jupiter, I'm just trying to distill it and give us a good way in. You just feel into what are you really fiery about? Are you fiery about, this could be very personal. I'm fiery about my health, my boundaries. You are crossing the line. You are crossing my boundaries. My boundaries are changing. This is now healthy boundary. Are you passionate about codependency? Are you pissed off about um, being used? Are you pissed off about 
um, being taken advantage of? Are you pissed off that you let people walk all over you? Are you pissed off <laughs> for being pissed off? Are you um, pissed off? Like, what are you feisty about? And this is not a time, this is a time to be mature about this, but this is not a time to hide or deny or suppress rage. It's not. That will come back to bite you in the ass so hard. That's why we got into this shitty spot with the feminine that we got into a long, long time ago, right? A long time ago. We suppressed, we tried to keep good girl. No, 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 be good girl. Be good girl. And we suppressed the wildness of the feminine. We suppressed the wildness of the feminine. We, we suppressed the warrior in the feminine, the, the warrior for our children, the love, right? Um, we suppressed her emotions. Well, if it's grief or if it's rage, that's not appropriate. I'm going to suppress that, deny it, oppress it. There is so much wisdom there. There's so much wisdom there. But oftentimes we have to do a process of purging, purging the old gunky, gooey, toxic stuff that doesn't even make sense to the moment in time, right? That's a trigger, right? The moment in time triggers, but it triggers into something that is not related to this moment. A friend of mine used to say these words. Um, <laughs> The emotional response is not matching the situation. <laughs> I love that, right? That's a trigger. That's a trigger. And that's when you know there's more purging, purifying, processing, just releasing this pent up old emotion from our bodies, from our beings, from our psyches, from our wombs. Those of us who have wombs, yonis, we store a lot of energy there. If we are not having vaginal orgasms, cervical orgasms, if we are not feeling pleasure in this area, it's often because of stored emotional toxic energy that hasn't been released yet. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? It's crazy. It's true. It's true. First, second chakra. I don't know why we think we should just be able to have cervical orgasms without releasing all the crap that's in there. That's impossible. Impossible. We won't even be able to feel our vagina, right? Most of us, that we, we just came in with that. We, we've absorbed that collectively. We absorbed that in our mom's womb. We absorbed that in our friend circles. We absorbed it in our family patterns. We walked in from our karmic past life patterns. Um, <laughs> let me feel for a moment. Um, now is a time of really... Here's the beautiful part. I'm going to share this part in our last five minutes together. Because Mercury is retrograde, um, there's also, let me just feel for a second. How do I get to this? Um, because Mercury is retrograde, trining, I'm not going to speak astrolingo. Because Mercury is retrograde, Mercury is the messenger of the gods. Mercury can literally take dark goddess feels, rage, emotion, passion, um, rawness, primal. Remember I was saying like ancient primordial feminine is often wordless. Here's the deal. Mercury being retrograde and being in the depths because he's trining Pluto. Genius. This is so good. Um, because of where he's at and because of what's all being activated, we have the capacity to translate some of the deep, dark stuff in a way that we never would have before. 
some of the deep, dark stuff in a way that we never would have before. So let, let all of that come out. Find ways to move the energy through your body. Paracoy, I love her. Love, 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 love her. She's a musician. Um, she has one of the most amazing voices I've ever heard. She has this soundtrack called Emotional Cleansing. I get this wrong every time. It's either emotional clearing or emotional cleansing. It's really beautiful to help move grief, help move rage, help move anxiety, help move different energies through our body, out through our body. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, find ways to move the energy. Find ways to move the energy. Come on the Dark Goddess Retreat. If you're like, I have no idea how to work with rage. I don't know how to work with the wild feminine. I don't know how to work with the deep unconscious territory. Let me show you. Let me hold the space for you, right? Let me activate Persephone, Lilith, Medusa, Kali. Um, who else are we going to work with? I don't know. There's a video on the sales page. We'll put that up. Um, there's nine spots left right now. Nine, eight, I don't know. Something like that spots left on this retreat. Um, if working in deep, wild feminine territory is singing to you, let us hold you. Come here. It's the last retreat at the Colorado Rewilding Retreat Center. And it's the dark goddess. And it's right now during this time, during this time. Um, it's just something to feel into. Uh, let me feel for what else. I'm kind of scrolling through my list in case you're wondering what I'm doing. I'm looking at these notes, just seeing if there's... Mercury's retrograde until June 3rd. So Mercury being retrograde until June 3rd. He'll then go direct, but he's going over the territory he went retrograde in. So there's still time after that to open to insights. I want to remind us all that we are still very much in eclipse energy. Other thing I want to remind us of is that we are very much in this shift of the nodes. South node is in Scorpio. We are not getting away from shadow work. We are not getting away from this de-rubbling. Here, here, excavating. Here, here. In order for you to go to your Taurus, North Node, in order for you to be able to make it into your um, next greatest expression, your destiny, right? In order for you to move forward on your destiny line, to become all that you can become, experience all that you came to experience, feel that purposefulness, feel that fulfillment, you're gonna have to excavate because South Node is in Scorpio. This is a year and a half transit. We're not getting out of this. We're not getting out of this anytime soon. So I kind of wanted to just share these overall energies that are still very much influencing, um, very much influencing. Again, I want to bring up Parvati just as a reminder of um, giving, receiving. I talked about that, giving, receiving. And you watched me dance around when I was like, ah, it's hard for me to receive right now. And then I get all like funky and weird. And I'm like, Mah. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a fun little shift. I can be really great at receiving, but it sometimes takes me a little time to like shift into like, here's what I need, asking for what I want and what I need, not from a place of egoical things, from a place of like, this is what fills my soul. Sharing this with more people, supporting this work out in the world, this fucking fills my soul. Like I'm asking from a place of deep soul fulfillment and you're part of that, right? You just being here, hanging out is, is part of my soul contract, right? With you in this moment, with the world, with my thread. And so, <laughs> um, so feeling into Parvati, um, Parvati is part of what's asking us to mature, very mature feminine, 
very mature feminine. This is, um, if, if you've worked in the online retreat with me and Persephone, you're, you're moving into queen, right? You're moving from uh, um, like maiden princess into queen, sovereign queen. Parvati very much holds that energy, very much holds that energy. So when I said that there were two things coming up around Parvati, one was that aspect of Sophia energy. Um, very, there's similar threads there. So Sophia energy, lean into that. The other one was the giving and the receiving, the masculine and the feminine. And what is, what is, what is our dance with them? But really, for whatever reason, it's the giving and the receiving. It's the giving and the receiving. So many of us say we want more love, but we can't receive it. So many of us say, um, I want my needs fulfilled, but we're not asking for them, right? Or we get squirmy or weird about it or or like I did here, like I did it right in front of you, right? I shifted into like asking for something I need, I want for my soul from a deep fucking true, real, raw, honest fucking place. And I got squirmy around it. And then it's like, you don't want to respond to an energy like that. You don't want to respond to an energy that's coming out like, I don't know if I should be asking for that. I don't know if I deserve that. I don't know if I'm worthy of that. So feel into that for your own self, right? And when we can really sink into our feminine, right? Our feminine way of calling in, of attracting in. That's the feminine. We magnetize. The feminine magnetizes. I don't go out and do. I'm not doing. I'm literally working the Sophia energy and I'm becoming the energy that calls in whatever it is that I'm deeply, truly, soulfully desiring, right? That requires a certain vibration in us. It requires us to ask for our needs in a certain way and it requires us to sit back and receive in a certain way. It requires a certain amount of self-worth, we could say, self-worth. Um, uh, and then you can go off on many, 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 many different threads in there. And I won't do that because we're already at an hour in our conversation. Let me feel if there's anything else that I can share with you. Um, for those of you who um, have the reunion experience, which is a seven part online program. Now is a great time to do that. Now is a great time to do that. If you don't have it, you can find it on sabrinalynn.com. It's inexpensive. It's inexpensive. I think it's, un I know it's under $300. I think it's under 200. Um, so that's a really powerful way of working in this giving, receiving with this Parvati energy, with this embodiment energy, with this moving into the next highest level of soul expression. We do some shadow work in there. We work in, uh, like lower chakras, we work heart warrior. That's the first workshop we go into, right? Is this Mars, Jupiter and connected with the dark goddesses and just asking us like, no, there's a better, there's a, but there's a better way. There's a better way. There's a higher way. There's a more evolved way. There's a truer way. There's a more soulful way. Um, and so that's something that you could do. I would say that the, the greatest gift to give yourself in this moment that we have to offer anyways, is the dark goddess retreat. Like that's, that's the greatest thing that like, I feel blessed that I get to be in it. I feel, I feel fucking blessed that I get to be in that energy at this moment in time, right? I feel blessed that I get to do it on this land 
in this retreat center. Like, I feel blessed. Like, wow, what a gift that feels like to me. I know not all of you can travel to Colorado. I know not all of you have the resources and the time to be able to do an in-person retreat. I get that. I honor that. I respect that. But something that is less on the resources, less on the time is that seven part online workshop, the reunion experience. And that can really support this moment in time. So just two different things to kind of feel into if they support, that's awesome. And that's beautiful. Um, if you're like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to do anything that big or that deep yet. Try the heart warrior workshop, which is the first workshop in the reunion experience for free. We put that first workshop out for free. We'll put a link down below, but if you just go to sabrinalynn.com on that homepage, scroll down, you'll see free workshop. That's the first workshop for Heart Warrior. Um, and that's a way that you can do something um, without having to, <laughs> it's like a little toe dip, right? A little toe dip. Going into the whole reunion experience, that's like mm, walking in like to your waist into the water. <laughs> the dark goddess retreat, that is like being thrown off a cliff <laughs> where you don't even know if there's water beneath you. <laughs> That's the dark goddess retreat. Um, but what will happen in that retreat is <laughs> it doesn't even matter if there's water because you're going to find your wings on the way down and fucking fly. But there will be points where you think you're going to land face first and be shattered into a billion pieces. That's the dark goddess though. She's the greatest gift giver. Gift giver. She's the greatest ego slayer. She will move things the fastest for us, wake us up the fastest, heal us the fastest, but it's intense. It's intense. And for some of us, that's, that's where we're at and that's what sings to us. And for some of us, it's not. Um, so there is no right or wrong. There is just what's true for us. All right. On that note, I love you. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of everything. I'm so grateful um, that I get to do my soul dance <laughs> with you all. All right. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. So much love to you. Mm -hmm.